John chapter 16 and at verse 12, we have Jesus giving his farewell teaching uh, to his disciples. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak of his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I rather suspect that most people listening to this presentation would not appreciate a sermon that begins something like, there are things that are essential to our faith, but I can't speak about them because you would not be able to understand. They are far too complicated and way over your head. Really, I don't think many people would be listening after that statement had been made. Of course, the reality is that there are many dimensions of our life in God that we don't understand, and we may not understand until we are seated around the heavenly banquet. But in preparation for that day, I am keeping a track of a a long list of questions that I personally want answered. And I rather suspect there are many like me, perhaps you too, have such a list. But likewise, I feel confident that as I stand in a long line of people who have asked questions, people who have become famous to us through our reading of Scripture, there is Moses who certainly wanted to know if I come to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What will I say to them? Who is this God who has called us? What are your questions today? Because so much seems to go unanswered. Therefore, it's rather disconcerting, I find, that every time I come upon Jesus' observation that I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now, in John 16 and 12, I have to ask myself, what are they? Tell us. Don't leave us hanging. We want to know. We can take it. The disciples may have said to him, we heard so many things from you. You told us that we are to be merciful, pure in heart and peacemakers. You explained that we should not be anxious, that we should not worry. You reminded us that we are to love God and our neighbour. And you told us things that would not always be easy to go smoothly for us. In Mark 8, 34, we have the words of Jesus to his disciples. If any want to become my followers, 
let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. The call to take up our cross is definitely a very hard saying. But what else could Jesus have possibly told the disciples? Is there something that they and perhaps we have missed? In this portion of Jesus' farewell sermon, we are told, or we are not told rather, what these things are. Only that Jesus will not tell us. But we are told in the future, in the unfolding of time, we will be told them. And we are told how we will hear them. It is the spirit of truth who will guide us. It is the spirit of truth who speaks to us and declares uh, all that we need to know. So we're given a portrait of three persons of what we might call the Godhead. Some people use the word Trinity. But in this portrait, Jesus speaks of himself. Jesus speaks of the Spirit's activities. And Jesus speaks of the Father. The Godhead is definitely one of those difficult, challenging, thought-provoking uh, doctrines of our faith. But we should not think of it as an exam question, a test that must be answered before we will be admitted into the presence of Jesus. Nor is the Godhead an IQ test to identify the superior intellects and weed out those who are not worthy. Rather, the Godhead is ultimately a very practical doctrine with radical consequences for Christian life. Throughout John's Gospel, we're given glimpses of the Spirit and in John's Gospel, the Spirit is associated primarily with Jesus. In fact, we are told that Jesus said this about the Spirit which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no Spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So John seven twenty nine. John the Baptizer gives witness to the fact that after baptizing Jesus, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove. He has been told that this would be the sign that this person would be the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So John 1.33. So early in his ministry, Jesus introduced the Spirit into his conversation with the Pharisee Nicodemus. Well, how central is this Spirit? How important 
is our understanding of the Spirit. Well, Jesus declared the importance. No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. When speaking to an unnamed Samaritan woman in John 4, Jesus declares to her, God is Spirit. But it's during his farewell message that Jesus most fully explores and explains the Spirit that he was to give to his disciples. In John 20, 22, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. And in his farewell message and prayer, Jesus weaves the connection between God, the Father himself, and the Spirit. So how are we to know God? Well, we know God because we have known Jesus. In his prayer, Jesus reminded us in John 17, You, Father, are in me, and I am in you, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them. The proclamations that Jesus made, the words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. In John 14, Jesus speaks the words of the Father and the Spirit. And the Spirit, or in some places called our Advocate, will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears from Jesus, John 16, 13. So the Father speaks to Jesus, who speaks to the Spirit, and it's his task to guide us into all the truth, 16, 13, in our passage for today. But the Godhead is more than just speaking. It's about relationship. It's about indwelling. It is about collaboration and the self-communication of God. The Godhead is about our invitation into the Godhead by Jesus in the power of the Spirit. And it is about our mutuality with each other guiding, speaking, and declaring to one another the glory of God, the glory of God the Father, Creator, the glory of God in Jesus the Son, and the glory of God as revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. The Godhead is our way of life made possible by God.